The following podcast is not designed to provide legal or HR advice, but is intended to provide a general overview of the topic. Hi, I'm Mary Schaefer. I'm a human resources professional that specializes in bringing more humanity to the workplace. I'm here with Laura Krawchuk today. Welcome, Laura. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Thank you, Mary. I am a clinical social worker uh, and a, in private practice at Healing Concepts LLC in Westchester, Pennsylvania. And uh, I specialize in supporting families facing physical illness, uh, grief and loss, and trauma. Thank you. And so given today our discussion is about care partners, can you define for us what a care partner is? Yes, a care partner is someone who is providing emotional care and sometimes physical care for someone living with MS. Uh, They could be doing a variety of activities ranging from grocery shopping to child care to scheduling medical appointments. Uh, to sometimes some physical care and, of course, emotional support. So, Laura, given what you've told us about the role of a care partner, tell me about some of the challenges for a care partner. Sure. Being a care partner is very challenging. It can really range the gamut from being stressful to being satisfying to being completely overwhelming. Some 40% of care partners experience depression, but they can also experience a whole range of emotions, ranging from satisfaction and pride to sorrow, depression, anger. Really anything can be experienced by a care partner, and it's important for them to recognize their own mental health and well-being. That makes sense. That makes sense. What about the number of care partners? There are a lot of care partners. We have underestimated the prevalence of MS in this country, and we now know that the numbers are close to a million people living with MS. Therefore, if you just do the math, there's a lot of care partners out there that need tending to and need support. It sounds like the care partner has a lot going on, given, given the situation. What advice would you have for a care partner? A care partner has a great deal going on, and the first thing I would say to the care partners is to broaden their circle of care as much as possible, to bring in as many family members, community members, and that could range anywhere from the medical team to um, even clergy therapists, support groups. Um, Broaden that circle of care, give everyone a role. It's very important. The other thing the care partner can know is that the workplace can be a good partner. So if they voluntarily disclose that this is going on for them, the human resource managers can really help point to appropriate resources in the community. And that can also be an important partnership. Are there any specific care plan benefits for employees who are care partners? Absolutely. The most important benefit that people should know about is the Family Leave Act. It's called FMLA. Most people think that that's really about taking off time after you've had a baby or adopted a baby, but it's really much broader than that. It's available to people who are facing illness to take time away from work and still have their job protected when they return. So one of the things that can be talked about is how to tap into that FMLA benefit. Um, It can also be helpful to talk about advocacy groups that can help families navigate this illness process and tap into benefits that are out there. 
So some excellent advocacy groups include the Multiple Sclerosis Association of America, or MSAA, and the uh, National MS Society. Another one is uh, there are some national caregiving alliances as well. And these are excellent resources and have uh, staff available to help both families and, and HR providers understand kind of how to navigate the system when they need it. It's really essential that care partners get the support that they need because otherwise they're at risk for uh, extreme stress and burnout. And burnout related to caregiving duties is estimated to cost uh, American businesses some $13.5 billion each year. So not unsubstantial. What would you say to caregivers around how employers or HR can help out with their needs? Many employers, particularly the larger ones, have access to employee assistance programs. And employee assistance programs can be really critical in providing some short-term, crisis-oriented support to families. Uh, So care partners can actually call in or sometimes go in and meet with an EAP provider to give some guidance around resources and actually give some um, emotional support. So those can be really essential. It sounds like the care partners focus on their own self-care is really important. What else would you want to say about that? No doubt about it. Self-care is important and employers need to understand that care partners are in crisis. They're under incredible stress, sometimes both at work and at home. Little things that can be done that aren't hard to provide are flexible start and end times so that the the care partner has a little extra time to get into work or perhaps leave early to take their loved one to a doctor's appointment and some dedicated quiet space where that care partner can go to unwind so that they have a moment to themselves. Those can really make a difference. Tell me about the proactive steps that employers can take in support of employee caregivers. One of the things that employers can do is create a resource guide. There are a lot of excellent resources out there. Uh, AARP has some good resources. The uh, Caregiving Alliance Network has good resources. The one that we're familiar with in Philadelphia is the Philadelphia Corporation for Aging. So creating a resource guide to point people in the right direction when they're having care partner duties can be a really effective and simple step to take. That sounds really helpful. Yeah. It sounds like employers and what care partners are experiencing in the workplace, there's a big disparity around the perception of what's going on and the impact on care partners' performance. Do you think that they're afraid to disclose what's going on because of potential impact? on their careers? Absolutely. Care partners are afraid to disclose. They are afraid of consequences from that disclosure. They're afraid of not being put on big projects. They're uh, afraid of salary consequences. They're afraid of losing their jobs. And so it is important for workplaces to set a culture where it's okay to say that you need this support and then to actually provide it. That culture is important. Oh, absolutely. In addition to the stress around a concern over a loved one's diagnosis, it sounds like care partners have additional stress for all kinds of reasons. 
Absolutely. The stress of trying to take care of someone you love, trying to work, trying to take care of kids at home is enormous. Females tend to uh, have higher levels of medication uh, due to anxiety and some depression, and men report higher levels of physical ailments. Uh, though I would say, as a psychotherapist, they struggle just as much emotionally, but they report it differently. And so it's important for all of those needs to be taken care of, again, using a collaborative approach. Do care partners ever feel compelled to leave the workplace altogether? Unfortunately, yes. Uh, sometimes in the peak earning years and the peak years of their uh, upward trajectory at work, they feel like they have no choice but to leave the workplace. And this is really sad. They feel often that they, the cost, the literal cost of hiring good help at home is completely out of reach. And sometimes they feel like they can't find trustworthy, reliable, accessible help even if they could afford it. And so often care partners are forced to make the very tough decision to leave and stay at home to take care of their loved one. It's, it's really tragic. Sounds like yet another reason for it to be important for employers to attend to care partners who are their employees to attend to their needs and pay attention to what's going on. Really essential. Laura, I'm aware that there may be flexible spending account options that are relevant to caregiving. Yes, sometimes caregivers can use their FSA to help pay for medical costs at home. And it's often something that they forget that they even set aside money for uh, on a pre-tax basis. So it's really helpful to remind them that they can tap into this. Uh, sometimes they even have a credit card that they use uh, to pay for medical-related expenses. Um, it's, it can be a, a substantial resource. It sounds like a really valuable benefit. Yes, it is. What advice would you give decision makers in companies that puts policies in place to support caregivers as employees? The first thing that I would recommend is that employers realize that some of their most talented employees are struggling with being care partners. And they're struggling in silence because they don't feel safe in sharing their truths. So the first thing is to recognize that this is a prevalent uh, problem. It probably exists uh, many times over in their organizations. And maybe the first step would to be f to find out how prevalent it is. Do an anonymous survey, find out who in the company is being a care partner, what the burdens are, what the things that they need are, and start to put policies in place to meet those needs. This is a quality of life issue. It's a human issue. And it's an issue that all employers should really care about and take steps to make sure that they're adequately supporting. All of that makes sense to me. And particularly coming from an HR perspective, I would think paying attention to job descriptions, defined career paths, and benefits packages as some really practical things to look at would also be valuable from an employer's perspective. Yeah, and really listening to the needs of the employees. That therefore, the, the an anonymous nature of a survey can be really helpful because they're running fearful and they need support. 
it's important to take into consideration. Yeah. Laura, thank you so much for spending time with us today. I really enjoyed our discussion. Thank you, Mary. Thanks for your time today. For those listening, be sure to check out the MS Workspace website at ms-workspace.com. There, you'll find resources that can provide additional support to employees in your organization, as well as a very unique MS Estimator tool that can help give you a sense of the impact MS may be having on your company right now. So visit that MS Workspace website, and thanks again for listening.